Welcome to the Biz and Mayhem podcast, where we talk about the mayhem in our lives and how to get ahead in business and your career. This is Chris Batchelor, and I'm here with my co-host, Tara Parker. Let's get started. All right, well, welcome to another episode of the Biz and Mayhem podcast. This is uh, season two, episode 31, believe it or not, and uh, I'm here with my co-host, Tara Parker. My name is Chris Batchelor, and uh, how are you doing, Tara? Oh, I'm good. I have my wine. I've got you. We've got a lot of conversation ahead of us. I'm great. We have a ton of conversation so ahead much. of us. Oh, my gosh. It's so much. Always when we're doing the show notes, it's like, uh, <laughs> do we really need all this stuff? We're going to be here forever tonight. So It's a quite the little debacle between the two of us. We need that. No, we don't. Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> And the world has moved on from COVID. Finally, has no masks. It? I well, feel like it's a lingering know. pain it's, in the if ass. If it's politically, uh, you know, if it's politically motivating, then it's still around, right? <laughs> it's politically motivating, <laughs> that's for sure. It's never going to stop. I think Fauci is. Where is he at now in his stance? Are we triple masking? Are we, I, I don't know. I think we're quadruple we masking. And yet some places are saying don't wear a mask at all, but Fauci's saying wear multiple. I don't understand this man. Is he bored? What's going on here? I, I don't know. I saw that there was a bobblehead that somebody made of him. <laughs> Do you see the super action hero in a box they're trying to make? It's like, no. please. <laughs> I should have. That should have been our lead news story. Yeah. Because they, there's a box. And it's got him in his little white coat. And I don't know if he's a bobblehead or what it is, but it's like, it looks like a super action here. It's like, no, just <laughs> well, no. Now we're in that like weird time where it's like, uh, do you wear a mask? Do you not wear a mask? I no. mean, uh, <laughs> I, I know at work, we don't have to wear a mask anymore. They just, they just stopped that this week. But yeah. now you go into stores and it's like, okay, they want you. I mean, Costco is still having everybody wear a mask. You can't oh, get into Costco really? without a mask. Oh, yeah, but. I can't go into Costco. See, seems like every place else is, you know, kind of, uh, if you want to, then you can wear I, a mask. Well, I've noticed that some of the places that were really pressing the issue before or are no longer pressing it. Some places that didn't press the issue before still are not. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, and I think that's how it should be, quite honestly. I don't like, yeah. I'm not a mask proponent. I'm not a big believer in it. But it, it should be so up to you, right? Sides. I mean, I, yeah, personal it, opinion. It should be. And if I was a business owner and if I wanted to put the safety of my people first and I felt like that was represented by enforcing a mask, mm-hmm. realizing that the downside of that is I'm going to lose customers, then that's what I'm going to do. So I think the businesses should have that opportunity. Right. Uh, but I, again, there there is a loss that goes with that. And that's going to be some of the conversation for later on today is at what point in time do businesses have a liability? At what point in time do they take accountability for the decisions they make? And when does society step off and let a business just be a business? Yeah, well, we will certainly dive into that a little bit later on. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, for now, should we dive into the news? Of course. This is the newsroom. All right. Well, first here up on the newsroom, we have, uh, let's see, what do we have? Uh, have Colin. Colin? Kaepernick? It's it's Colin. Colin. (laughs) But Colin Colin. is more appropriate. (laughs) At least in my opinion, it's just an opinion. Yes, yeah, so I found this. I think it was on Facebook. I'd seen this, and it was off the Daily Wire. So if you're a big Daily Wire Ben Shapiro fan, go to that site. You know how to find it. Anyway, so there's this white privilege debate um, back at the NFL. Colin Kaepernick hasn't played a game since 2016. Were you aware of that? 
Yeah, I, I mean, he basically started the whole kneeling thing, right? He did, and then which... NFL, uh, you know, attendance went way down. This is yep. way before COVID, and people yep. were angry because, uh, you know, they took it as a disrespect to the national, yeah. uh, you know, to the flag, the anthem, uh, the flag, to the anthem of and the patriotism, flag, right? right? And and they they saw it more of a diss on America yep. than it was for what what he was trying to express it right. for, which was. Um, you know, for African American rights and things like that. Yeah, so, anti racism. Anti racism is, is a good thing. way to put it. Yeah. Which and so. so to be clear, he has a white parent and a black parent. Mm-hmm. So he's but got he's the adopted, best right? I ooh, I don't know. I think I think he was adopted. That's the yeah, first I've heard of that. I, I'm pretty sure he's adopted. Uh, uh, grew up in a fairly affluent family, uh, and so. Uh, but, you know, I mean, good on him for bringing awareness to the issue. But a lot of people, and myself included, believe that hey, that's really not the right avenue for doing it. You know, right. and the thing that that always bothered me was you never really saw him off the field doing, you know, these activist type things. It was really just when the camera was on was on him in the spotlight, uh, <laughs> the so where it was convenient. Yeah, yeah, where it was convenient at the start of the game, right. and so. Um, you know, how, how much are they really doing it just for for fame and how right. much are they really doing it because they believe in the cause? So it, it now he's really ticked off or people are. I don't know how he feels about it, but other black NFL players are really ticked off that be, because um, Tim Tebow, who was the big Christian football player from years ago, he hasn't played a game since 2012. Right. So almost a decade. Yeah. He just signed or he's going to sign this week with the Jacksonville Panthers. Ah, yeah. yeah so yeah. we've got some um, tw- Twitter nation is all on fire from some NFL players, some that are previous actually. Right. Saying this is wrong. Yeah. That if you're going to give a one year, it's a one year contract to anybody. You've got to, you know, you got to recognize the black players. So they're calling white, white privilege. Now, what's interesting, and this kind of leads into the second story, is were you aware that in 2016, when Kaepernick was no longer going to play after 2016, did you know he was offered a one-year extension to his contract with the 49ers? I did not know that. Yeah. And this is the same guy who turned around and sued the NFL for whatever the cause. It's some sort of infraction of his rights or I can't play anymore because I'm a kneeler, whatever the hell it was. So he's offered the one-year contract with his team – only to turn around and say, nope, thank you, and then sue the NFL yeah. because he can't play anymore. And it's like, well, yeah, wait. Yeah, I mean, is that is that fabricating being a victim there, I right. think? Right. So it's like, <laughs> um, I feel like you're, a, a, you're yeah. a, literally you're playing NFL football, so clearly oppression is not your problem. Right. And I get he's trying to speak for the, the voices that can't be heard. But, man, when you turn down a contract where your platform started from, mm-hmm. only to turn around and sue, so that's like biting the hand that feeds you, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like you're hard to take seriously. Meanwhile, Tim Tebow has remained constant. He's remained consistent. Mm-hmm. He has been forever about his religion. And after 10 years almost, he's coming back to the field. Yeah. And people are pissed about this. It's like, I don't get you. Fo- I'm, I don't get it. And so they're like, but we're happy for him. You know, we're on Twitter and we're pissed that you won't give Kaepernick the chance, but we're happy you gave Tebow the chance, but it ain't right. Yeah. How do those things go in the same paragraph? How I'm do not, they? I'm not sure. I was. I mean, well, I'm, I mean, I think our listeners need to tell us what they think. I mean, right. this is. Uh, I mean, we obviously have our opinions here, but what do you <laughs> think? I mean, is this racism or not? I think that's what this comes down to. Is, yeah, that's what they're is this to is this pulling the race card? Is this being a victim? You know, a false victim? Um, you know, or is it is it really truly racism? And uh, I, I don't know. I have a hard time believing it's truly racism here. I think I think Tim Tebow's actually a bigger name yeah. than him than. Kaepernick is and I think he pulls in more fans and I think when it comes to NFL it's a business and the more 
butts you can put in seats, the more tickets you're going to sell, the it's, more money you're going to make. Uh, the business you model know. says that you know you get a person in the seat, you get revenue. Right, That's and it, how it's that got, works. And, Why, and that, Kaepernick doesn't seem to get that. Yeah, and that that has nothing to do with with race. And uh, Kaepernick, you know, actually reduced the number of. <laughs> people going to games and so that's yes. that's counterproductive to what you're supposed to be doing well and this uh, is the guy who had a, a, a whole tryout thing just for him did he not a few years ago yeah yeah like they they specifically designed a day for him to have all the scouts come and nobody wanted him still yeah or he didn't or maybe he turned down a deal again i don't know so continuing so you, on with that note so you have another article here so i thought it was fun to tie this stuff in kind of a i'm a full circle person you know me long <laughs> enough to know that's how i i operate mentally and so if you, um, he, Kaepernick, Kaepernick, Ka- I don't know how you say his name. I don't, I try to pay attention. Anyway, he is producing a book. He has edited it and it's going into publish and I can't remember when it's going to drop, but it's a book of essays. It's a manuscript. Right. Cool. Well, it's a manuscript to abolish the police and, um, get, close all the prisons. And it's featuring one of the big essays in it is by a cop killer who recently made the news People are trying to get this convicted cop killer. He's convicted. He's serving time. They're trying to get him out now because of the whole uh, BLM and We Hate Cops movement. And this guy wrote this essay. So what this book is about is let's get rid of cops. Let's get rid of prisons because they're all racist. Everything about them is racist. And so we need to get rid of them. And Kaepernick is leading this project. So so here's what I don't get. Okay, Let, let's just live in this fantasy world for a second where sure. we just, you know, abolish the police and get rid of all the prisons. Let me ride my unicorn in. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> we need the coconuts from we Monty Python. We need sound effects. Yeah. So, so let's say we do that, right? What, right. what are What's going to happen? You're going to have, you're obviously going to have un, unchecked crime, right? God, when can you, you have, imagine? When you have unchecked crime, who's going to take care of the criminals? Right. And I, if you don't have the police to come and take them away and bring them out of society, then what you get is vigilante justice, right? And my guess is that vigilante justice is going to be a tad more racist than the police that we have now. All, that's all I'm saying. Uh, I don't know about racist, but definitely intentional. It, well, it's it's going to be a lot less forgiving. Let's just yeah. say that. It's like yeah. you're going to get shot dead for something that you would have just gone to jail for before. So yeah. I, I don't think that that's going to end well for anybody. No, I don't think uh, so Anybody. Either. I think there's going to be... Uh, I mean, <laughs> well, the movie V is a really great um, representation of how vigilante justice works, right? Right. You get one guy that gets disgruntled. He's figured out the government. He knows it's all a sham. And all he does is he just starts setting the scene and just but, sets up but the in, dominoes but in, and eventually. But in this case, over. you take the government out of it, right? There is no government to, to control the people. Right. And well, so, they're trying to, I mean, though. basically what happens if, you, if somebody robs a store, they're going to get shot. You'd hope so. Right? I mean, they're going to yep. get shot dead. And they're probably well, going to get hung up outside the front of the store. Because there's going to be nobody to bring anybody to jail. And and that's where people don't think these things through, right? I right. mean, what are the consequences of what they're really asking for? They're not... That's not a part of the mental processing when they put these things together. Yeah, it's completely emotional, all. right? I mean, oh, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't really think they, they think about that. But I, I personally don't think that they're going to want... Their results that they're going to get if they take all the police away, because the police serve a very valid function. Now we can have that yes. conversation about whether or not the institution of the police needs to change in certain ways, and and I think there are certainly some conversations to have there. But by and large, if you abolish the police, you're going to get a very different 
very, very different right. kind of society. Well, I think you can't fault the entire police force, the entire law enforcement industry based on a couple of bad apples. I happen to be related to folks that are in law enforcement. They're not bad apples, but they're taking the rap for everybody who is one, and that's not fair. So let's take it back to that... Um, Oh, it's that teacher that got pulled over by a cop, by a Mexican cop. She's a black teacher. He's a Mexican cop. And she has hounded him and she's talked him down and she's told him how he wants to be white and he's a murderer. Do we get to judge the entire teaching industry based on that one person? Right. Or do we get to stop and say, that chick apparently has got some issues, is not okay in the head, has got some racist qualities to her. Perhaps well, maybe but- that's just her. And we look at, because I'm a teacher, I teach. And I don't want to be judged by this woman. Yeah, but, but here's the thing, right? I mean, anytime you judge any person by a large group, you are, by definition, being, uh, you know, it's, you know. When you judge by the uh, group, it's prejudice. When you uh, judge by the skin color, right. it's racist. Yeah, but but still, racism is prejudice, right? I and mean, they're, they're related. They can be related. They're not well, always. I mean, I think this is two sides of the same coin, really. <laughs> right. I mean, you can be prejudiced against anything. I mean, I could be right. pre- You drink wine. I could be prejudiced against wine I'm drinkers. I'm also tall. There are people you, who right? don't like tall people. I could, I could hate people that are tall, even though I'm actually tall, too. I was going to say, that would be awfully self-hating. Do, do you remember the, the Dave Chappelle <laughs> skit? The, uh, the black Ku Klux Klan guy? Oh, that was a funny. Oh, skit. I'm gonna have to yeah. go look at that but now. Anyhow, I mean, but but that's the thing is you can be prejudiced against any group, right? And right. And, and it's not fair. So I mean, it's not fair to judge one person by by by, by you, one. Yeah, I mean, judge the whole group by the actions yeah, of one person because yeah. you're gonna have bad apples in whatever group you can find. Right. You're gonna have a bad apple there, so it's not. Yes. It's and you you ultimately have to judge the group by the lowest common denominator, right? So I hope not because man, she was pretty uh, flipping low. I mean, oh. yeah. So I, that's just totally not fair. I no. mean, you know, you, you have to judge a person by their individuality. Um, and, and, you know, and so anyhow, well, I, I get there's some common attributes within the industry because that's how the industry works. That's how it operates. That's how it keeps moving along. But there's, it's just the common core. That's not. Yeah. But, but, extent. but even, even if the majority of the group acts a certain way, right. Yeah. You still cannot judge a person by the group they belong to because no. you do have extreme cases. I mean, look at, you know, you have extremist left political yeah. ideology of extreme right political ideology. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, the, those are the ones that we hear about, but the majority of the world lives somewhere in the center of, yeah. of those two ideologies. Right. No, I would agree uh, with that. You know, if they're not independent. So, I I just, I really have a hard time when we, you know, because people really have a hard time distinguishing between, um, you know, this whole, you know, groupism, classism, whatever you want to call it, and, you know, really not judging people individually. You and, would, well, so. especially for a group who says, be yourself and be accepted for that. Well, so. yeah, I mean, we've we've seen the, the, the tolerant left is the most intolerant group that's I, out I there, right? I still find that to be cute, the tolerant left. The, the intolerant left oh, is more so, like it. That's so. so pretty. And for those, my yeah. girlfriends understand what pretty means, it's not a good thing. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> it's so fantastic. Yeah, in engineering, we'll, we'll tell you what that means. <laughs> that one I know, though. <laughs> So anyhow, what's the next uh, thing you got going here? It looks well, like uh, you got some pipeline. Yeah, everybody's talking about the pipeline stuff. If you haven't heard about it, you're living under a rock. So we had some, it's not a hack. So people thinking this is a hacking thing, it kind of is a hack. Our infrastructure, our pipeline infrastructure, and this is the oil that is transferred up the south um, southeast coastline. 
And so um, that system, it's ran by a computer system. It's underground oil that's being transferred from point A to point B. There's a lot of side trips in there to deliver oil, gas. So if you drive a car, this is important to you. Right. Well, that computer system was given uh, malware. And when you take malware and you threaten somebody for ransom on it, it becomes ransomware. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is what you get when you date IT for years and years and years. You get an (laughs) understanding of these things. And so our, um, I think it's the Colonial Pipeline. Right. Is on, it's under ransomware right now. So we've got some guys that have infiltrated this, the computer system and said, hey, you pay us in some Doji coins, which right now is huge, or Bitcoins, or whatever, right. the, whatever the imaginary yeah. coin is online. We'll give you your system back. Well, the problem with that is there's a trust issue there. You have to trust that whoever took over your system will give it back to you once you pay them, not ask for more money. And then change the passwords. Exactly. <laughs> well, the, so the issue with this is that the FBI, the CIA will tell you, don't negotiate. This is why we don't negotiate with terrorists. Because right. it requires then it trust. Just, it just encourages them exactly. too, right? Exactly. So. We'll, we'll, we'll give you what you want because this is important to us. So once you pay the ransom, this tells the people who have taken hostage... Oh, this is important to you. How much can we get out of you now? Well, the U.S. does... We seem to have a lot of money, folks. We really don't. I mean, we're trillions of dollars in debt. We have a budget that we can't keep in the black. And yet somebody thought the the dark side. So it sounds like a Jedi Star Wars. What is that? Mandalorian? DeLorean? Mm -hmm. Whatever that thing is. It sounds like this is like real life now. And so they've, they've taken over the system. They've locked it down. And our people are trying to get back into it to defeat them versus paying the ransomware. They're not saying how much the ransomware is worth, but people have panic bought gasoline. Just like toilet paper, right? Oh, thank you. But, but, you know, I mean, toilet paper you can leave in your basement. You can put in your garage. <laughs> I mean, storing right. a bunch of gasoline is a little bit dangerous. They're taking plastic bags, Chris, to store it. Well, that, oh, my gosh. Yeah, they're plastic I mean, bags. The wrong way to store gasoline. <laughs> Oh, there, there's, yeah. a, there's a disturbance in the engineer force right now oh, with some of that no, stuff. There's... So th- this is the big news thing right now. And a lot of people are blaming Biden for this because the, the, in, the computer program is not, it, it's not protected enough because it was, a, it was a clear shot in. It didn't take anything for these this dark side people to infiltrate the system and take it hostage. Right. And so now that's not to say there was no actual well, but, shortage. Okay. It was how just, is that Biden's fault? Like he, he like he drives what the passwords are at this private company's. Well, unfortunately, know, he po- he kept talking about how he was going to change the infrastructure of things and make them more well, technologically yeah. I mean, savvy. Well, you just go out and you basically kind of open yourself up to vulnerability to your enemies who say, hey. Wait a second. You're near, let's see how up to date you really are. Yeah, so you go poking I'm not around. Buying that. I mean, I, I think the hack, the hack could have happened no matter what. I mean, Maybe. the the real reality is a lot of these a lot of these infrastructure things that we have are driven by old old computers, right? Well, but you got to I mean, keep those updated because that's our infrastructure. Yeah, I mean, and this is a they're I mean, they're claiming this is a Russian driven thing too, so that just kind of adds to the yeah, is it Russian or Chinese? I mean, oh, they're saying know. Russia. Yeah. Dark side's claiming it right, right now, but I love the people who are. Those are my favorite kind of enemies. They're like, "Hey, we did that." It's like, "I'm like, prove it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Give me some. Yeah. Where's your signature at on that one, buddy? I don't know." Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I have a hard time blaming Biden for this one. I mean, I think him shutting down that pipeline was dumb. Uh, but I, I don't, oh. I can't say that that's related to this. And, no, it's, you know, what they're I mean, saying with that, with the Keystone Pipeline, is we didn't because of this, we didn't have another way 
to feed gasoline or feed fuel, feed the oil into this part of the country. But quite honestly, we weren't integrated into there yet. We yeah. hadn't made it I mean, that it's, far. They were still building it. And so, so it's hard. Yeah. I, I think the only thing you can hold Biden accountable for is to verbalize the fact that we needed to look into the infrastructure and probably update it or make it better because he was well, he's talking about millions but, but of But ultimately, of this pipeline's owned by a private company, right? It's not owned by the U.S. government. Um, I, that I don't know. It could be subsidized but, by the U.S. government, which makes it U.S. Well, but but even if it's subsidized by the U.S., I mean, ultimately, there's there's some entity that runs this pipeline, whether it's private or government. Yeah, that And I, the problem is, is that they haven't spent the money that they need to spend on upgrading their computer well, systems. Well, if the U.S. is subsidizing it, does the U.S. have to to guarantee the loan, or do they have to guarantee uh, the funds? Who or? cares? I mean, at, at the end of the day, whoever's running this thing had the responsibility to keep their computers secure right and they failed to do so and right. it's that that it's that it's that entity's fault well who I mean, are you who's we need to look at that who's in charge of that oh well, i mean it, I'm, really who does it really matter i mean at well, the end no. of the day even if it's the government's in charge of it ultimately there's probably a civilian contractor that's running the computers right so, so probably. I, I mean come on you know this is this is this is child play i mean change your passwords you know <laughs> change like, your pa- it's microsoft encryption. says to change your password it's been six months stop running windows like <laughs> nt right like freaking pay for an upgrade stop running windows you know I, no i'm serious i mean we, we, i know i know but it's funny because it's it's it's, it's funny because it's I mean, true update it's, update update well there was a there was a water plant that got hacked into and they tried to change some of the chemicals that were in the water to try oh. and poison the water and then when they they came out and said well the water plant was being run on a really old computer right and so uh, I mean, what I mean really old, I mean like, you know, DOS. Not, yeah, like DOS. that kind of old, right? It's so, I, I mean, That's you know, come awesome. on, put put the money in your plan to upgrade stuff every yeah. three to five years and stop stealing from that part of the budget and just upgrade your shit and, and well, you spend your money though, on IT. And it's just part of life now. Just c- come to grips with the fact that you're going to have to spend money on technology every couple of years because right. it's going to go obsolete. Just do it. Just do it. Just just stop screwing with the budget and spend your money and be done with it and change your passwords. Okay? Change Wise your passwords, people. Chris Batchelor, change your listen. passwords. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah. You have your directives. Do it. Change your passwords. Okay. <laughs> all right. What's the next thing you got here? I don't know. You'll have to bring it up. You got here, kitty, kitty. Oh, here, kitty, kitty. so we're in the Wichita metro area for our non-regional, non-local listeners. And so... Uh, if you're familiar with Wichita, we're out in the middle of nowhere, but we're a big town out in the middle of nowhere. We have our metro system, several suburbs. So to see a mountain lion, a cougar, it would be pretty impressive. And there have been rumors for years that there's been mountain lions here and there, and nobody's really believed them until recently when a lady um, caught a mountain lion in her alley. Like her ring doorbell or her camera, her home-based camera system caught the the feline right going for a stroll in the alley so it's you know it's a cougar turned alley cat (laughs) right right so it says the cat was up there for five days and was stuck 60 feet up in the tree that's what it says i Uh, I have a hard time believing it's stuck yeah (laughs) i I believe it's hungry and maybe being a predator i'm trying to look for. can you imagine climbing up a tree and be like oh i'm gonna get fido you know this or not fido well they said a house cat there was a domestic cat that got close enough to it to give it a little house cat that's scared and you get up there and it's a freaking mountain lion well did you see how it told you to (laughs) to scare if you come in contact like if you're a city slicker and you come into contact with a cougar what are you supposed to do hold something up so you look bigger than the cat or make it a loud noise to 
thought, here. And wait, it's wait, like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we got to calibrate here. I thought you were supposed to buy the Cougar a glass of wine. <laughs> well, that would be for me if you're 20. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, oh, Hot sorry. tip for the Sorry, Bo. Wait, Bo. I didn't mean yeah, that, Bo. Yeah, Hold yeah. on. <laughs> So if you're if you're 20 to 25, uh, take some least, notes. Actually, you have to be 21 at least Tw- to 21, get the liquor. Okay. But Bo, that's not true. I <laughs> love you. I am so sorry. That's not what I meant. I know he doesn't listen, but just in case somebody else tells him, I'm totally joking. Oh my god! Do not ruin my relationship. I yeah. just did. <laughs> All right. So maybe that's another show. How to pick up a cougar in five easy steps. Or I something. have the women for that show. Let me just All right, tell we'll, you. We'll bring them on. They're they're right. We're actually we're we're not quite cougars. We're not quite old enough. We're at the panther stage. So There's you're Pumas, isn't it? Pumas, Puma, Panther. Pumas, yeah. Panther. Is it, what's the next Rim. one up? That's well, that Cougar would be the next one up, but the next one down is Puma, Panther. Puma, Panther. After that, I think you're just an old kitty cat. I don't know. <laughs> I can't see what I'm thinking. Here. Yes. Well, you could. I probably but could. We're, we're not regulated, I guess. <laughs> I was going to so. say, we're not regulated we'll, we'll yet. We just have to mark it explicit. That's all. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right. So let us know in the comments. What are you? Are you a puma or a cougar or whatever you are? Puma, if, yeah. There's in the age range. Or just a grumpy old. F- you can be like <laughs> me and just be a grumpy old dude. So I told you I got a chick for you. Uh, I got grumpy old dude syndrome. <laughs> all right. Next up here next on the list. Up. Here, kitty what kitty <laughs> is gone. We have gone down that rabbit a hole. Legend that can't be canceled. I am not. I, Chrissy Teigen is not one of my favorite people. I don't have a whole lot to do with her. I just which her one part, is Chrissy Teigen? Is she's she... the one on the left of okay. the screen? So she's the darker skin. The other one, I think, is the other one is um, Courtney Stodden, and she they prefer pronouns they them. They're uh, non-binary, I believe. And so there has been some sort... I saw this with oh, Candace Oh, she's sorry Owens. for being a bully. Yeah, Chrissy Teigen is. She told this... Uh, See that? She's sorry for she being a bully. She says she is. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But she... Um, I'm sorry. So Twitter, she goes to Twitter, and there's been an ongoing... Ongoing, sorry. Battle about between these two. Okay. And it, it turns out, in the end, Chrissy Teigen tells uh, Courtney Stodden to go take a dirt nap. And by that, Whoa. She, because there's been some talk about suicide. Um, yeah. And so Chrissy cool. Teigen encourages the suicide by saying, I can't wait till you kill yourself. I can't wait till you're dead. Okay, so, take so your dirt wait, nap. wait, 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 wait. So she's still on Twitter. Yeah. What, what the fuck? Right? What the fuck? I mean, right? Sorry. I... Yep. There's that. We're not <laughs> regulated, so. <laughs> what in the actual F? So that, she actually that's told. That's not what you meant to say. <laughs> she actually told somebody else to go kill herself, and she's mm-hmm. still on Twitter. Yeah, because she's a legend. She's still on Twitter. And she's married but, to John Legend. But Donald Trump is off of Twitter. Yes. But he never physically told anybody to go kill themselves. Well, they're saying he instigated the January 6th right. takeover of Capitol. Yeah. Because he said to peacefully and patriotically protest. Right, right, right. Despite and that's the same exact thing as telling somebody to go kill themselves. Right. Right. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, I got that. I, I see where this is now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, she's a woman of color, I think. I don't know. I have, She looks like a woman of color. I'm not familiar with this chick. I know I don't like her cooking. I don't like any of her... Pro- I'm just not a fan of this chick. <laughs> but I saw this because Candace Owens did a... Instagram video and I was on there and I happened to see and I was like she did what and so this is how I found out about this is Candace Owens did a video saying this woman Chrissy Teigen is a terrible human being because she told Courtney Stodden to go kill herself and so it's and since then Chrissy Teigen has I'm so sorry I didn't mean it I was a terrible person and I'm ashamed of who I was so she did the typical backtrack yeah. holly woke backtrack holly woke i like that the holly yeah she's now the she's doing the yeah. holly woke step right because now we're backstepping and trying the to cover two, the, holly, the holly woke two-step <laughs> yes 
Exactly. And so um, Courtney Stodden has not replied to that to the last time I saw the story. But I thought, you know, how, how well, would jacked you reply up is to that? I mean, what would you say to something like that? I'd pull a, I'd pull a Caitlyn Jenner. I, you know what? I'm, I'm bigger than that. I'm bigger than you. I, I found more value in my life than you did. You take the high road like Caitlyn Jenner did when Joy Behar misgendered her. Because yeah. even Caitlyn Jenner's like, even my mom misgenders me, so whatever. Right, I know who right. I am. I don't need you. That's the <laughs> thing about Caitlyn Jenner. She doesn't need you to know who she is. Mm-hmm. Whereas that's not the social standard. Everybody in society wants you to approve of them, which is not how it works. Let me just, I need to unfold my soapbox in the words of my basically mother-in-law. Let uh, me unfold away, my soapbox and put it away. Yeah, But I really want to hop on it for this one. Um, but it's, yeah, she's on Twitter. Chrissy Teigen's still on Twitter. She's not been canceled because she said, I'm sorry. And that makes See, it better. Okay, I, I'm sorry. But if I was the gal that was being bullied here, I would be suing Twitter. You know, but that's be- right? oh, let's I mean, get, let's I w- get I into would the be law. Filing a lawsuit against Twitter. Two thirty says that they're not. Remember the law two thirty or or section two thirty. Yeah, they can't claim that anymore because now they've banned Trump. So I think they've they've actually opened themselves up to liability on you this. You would stuff. think and so, I, I but they think... haven't been. Nobody has done it well, because of two thirty. That's why, in fact, that's what Ben uh, Shapiro was talking yeah, about. Is two thirty is dangerous no, for two, this reason. I mean, two thirty is invalid right now. You would think so because now they've they've basically said that they can regulate. Right, so they're no longer a platform; they're a publisher, mm-hmm. right? Right, you would think so, so. Now they're responsible for all the content that's on their platform, including the people telling the people to go kill themselves. Yep. So you would yeah. think so, but so the, if you're a legend, quote unquote, pun intended, you're not going to get canceled. Yeah. You're okay I as long as you say you're sorry. I cancel her. her in a heartbeat. Yeah. That's re- yeah. that's canceled. suicide. If she was, if Courtney Stodden did kill herself because Tegan told her so, that puts Tegan in jail. Yeah, well, it wouldn't, though. That's the it thing. Should. It should. She but should it, be it wouldn't. An, an accomplice to murder at that point because that's what. Um, yeah. Oh, what's that, Dr. Death? Who is that? Um, yeah, I know who you're talking He was about. in jail for helping people commit suicide. And those right. are really participants who wanted it, yeah. wanted a humane way to go out. Well, this is not to bring up a suicide debate, but yeah. he they tried to punish him. Well, well, but Tegan isn't being a, even, a, not even assault, which is a so verbal thing. What I think is interesting here is because the internet is like worldwide, right? Right. I mean, Technically, I think if you know, like the Kansas Attorney General decided that they he wanted to he wanted to file uh, you know f- charges against her, he probably could because you can mm. access that information in Kansas, right? Even though neither party was actually in Ooh, Kansas, I think okay. you could make a case that you were actually broadcasting in Kansas, She's and that an way you're so yeah. you're culpable to Kansas law. That was the word right? used was culpable. I yep. think I think and I think you could be culpable in every state and and every country, yep. right? So yep. I, I think this becomes very very interesting very quickly to where um I I think if the right person, you know, got got offended to it. I mean, cuz like you can't call somebody up and tell them to go kill themselves. It's, you know, I it's mean, assault. That's, that's assault. It's a ver- So assault. it would be interesting to see if somebody had the actual balls to go and file an assault charge against her man, and, I... and actually take her to court that way. Because call us, man, call us up if you do, because I will happily follow yeah, that I would, story. I would love to have that conversation oh. with some attorneys and see what the limitations are there. I because, would too. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think that's what's going to have to start happening for oh. some of these people to realize that there's consequences it's for your work. It's going to take a right? to do it, Chris. You're I right. Mean, it, to, to stop well, this but more than a lawsuit, I mean, it's it's gonna. Some people are gonna have to go to jail. There's gonna have to be some accountability in our okay, society, right? But if you ask Kaepernick, we need to get rid of the prisons and jails. So. Well, yeah, I mean, but he lives in a 
fictitious world anyhow. I'm I mean, pretty sure he wrote his unicorn in today, too. Yeah, I mean, he's he doesn't deal with reality. No, so. clearly But not. you know what is in reality? Patreon. What is in reality <laughs> is Patreon. And you can support the show by going to our uh, any of our shows at bizandmayhem.com. Go to the bottom of the show notes, and you'll see a, a little button there to join and support the podcast. So our first level is the intern level for only $3 per month. And uh, that includes our Discord benefits where you can talk to us all week long. And you can also uh, show your love for the show. Now, if you join us the manager level, we'll actually uh, give you a feed where you can watch us record the show live. So you'll be the first ones to see the show. Um, and we're also going to organize meet and greets once we have uh, another a following there. Uh, and then you also get the Discord benefits. And then if you're really feeling spunky, you can go for the executive level, which is 100 bucks a month which really is just the cost of a couple lunches a month, right? Right. So in uh, that, we'll have a one-on-one -on -one call with you. You'll also get access to the meet and greets, and, and we would really appreciate your support because, man, you know, we, we love doing this show, but uh, all this stuff that we use to produce the podcast and the hosting and, and you know, all that kind of stuff, it all costs money. So it's yeah. right now it's coming out of our pocket, and uh, we, we're sure would love to bring you some more content. Uh, yes. To do that, we need the monies. So if you could help us out with the monies, that would be great. That'd and be so uh, great. you know, we're not asking for a ton of monies, but uh, whatever you can throw us our way, it would be fantastic. It'd be outstanding. It would be so good. wicked awesome. Wicked awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's all great. All oh, right. Are we well, ready for our next one? I don't know. Do this we do so we convince great. anybody, you think? Anybody's going to step I'm up gonna, to the plate here? I, fear, I don't know. I mean, don't make me strip. That would be so sad. <laughs> That don't they did have it. that naked news thing for a while, they, right? I remember that, and I All mean, right. I, I'll maybe I'll wear something suggestive. I don't uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, we're gonna go to the workout. Play <laughs> the workout. It's time to work that career and lift and push and lift and push. You got it. Now harder, lift and push. It's the career workout. Well, we have a really, really interesting topic here yeah. for the career workout this time. And uh, it's, uh, it, you know, we, we've been posting these questions on your Facebook page. And uh, to yes. me, it's always always been interesting to see sort of, uh, you know, sort of what, what's been going on there. But uh, bring us bring us around <laughs> here. To tell us what we're talking about, Tara. So Starbucks has been talking about leaving Facebook because of the negative comments. Starbucks presents a very liberal leftist political view. So when Derek Chauvin was convicted, Twitter, or I'm sorry, Facebook, oh my gosh, Starbucks went to their social media platform, mostly Facebook, and posted about their support for BLM and their support for Derek Chauvin's conviction, their support for anti-racism movements and things of that nature. Well, because it's a political type of statement, they got the opposing opposing i cannot talk tonight holy crow have you had too much wine i know i don't know what my problem is yet <laughs> <laughs> they, they of course when you present one view the balance the opposing view is going to sure. come at you well um i think starbucks may have underestimated just how much balance they were going to get they cannot control the comments coming in they can't keep up with them and because they've made multiple posts, they've gotten hundreds of thousands of comments and there's just no way for them to keep up with those. So they're talking about, hey, everybody's so negative. We're just going to hop off Facebook. And of course, everybody's like, see ya. Have fun. <laughs> no, don't care. Nobody's saying, oh, no, we're please not, don't go. <laughs> we're not buying your please coffee stay. anyway. Yeah. And so, and I, I like my Starbucks. I do have my Starbucks tea and I, I, I do um, partake. 
um, only because I like my local baristas. They are my high school students that I love to see that I've watched growing up. I'm not a big fan of the um, political uh, platform that Starbucks embraces because mostly I don't want to know because I don't want to stop buying their stuff. I want their goods and services. So you're just like, and so just like, give me my coffee. I, just <laughs> I don't want, want my to coffee. know. Just stop telling me what you're talking about. Well, and part of that is too, is because if I'm sporting that Starbucks cup and they've recently gone out on a leftist, uh, you know, rant, I don't right. want people thinking, oh, she buys Starbucks. She must be a well, leftist. Well, now you become identified be... with right. their politics, right? And so I want to be very careful. Yeah. Anybody who knows me knows my political stance. What's funny is if you think you know me, but you really don't, you also think I'm a feminist, which is a whole other show we should probably do. But... <laughs> That's a couple of shows <laughs> right there. Cup, right? <laughs> I'm okay with that. So I posted the question on my Facebook page because we've got some really great, great minds on my Facebook page. You guys are awesome to to come through like you do. I had to know if um, should companies offer their political stance to their consumer base, to their market? And whatever your answer is, why or why not? And man, we got some... I mean, the overall thing was no. Don't tell... Either don't tell me because you don't... You're not a person. You shouldn't have a political view. Or, yeah, do tell me because then the, I know that way if I want to spend my money with you because of the affiliation factor. I don't want to be known with about, I don't want to be known for what you are, you know, what you're supporting. So right. if you're, you know, if, if like somebody doesn't want to support the BLM, but they are law enforcement, they don't want to support a company that supports BLM. They want to support the companies that support the law enforcement, right? Well, and I think it's fair to point out that all these topics are so polarizing, right? And, Very much And they, so. they're not polarizing necessarily for the obvious reasons right. why they're polarizing, right? right? I think, you know, uh, for BLM, you know, people aren't saying, well, no, black lives don't matter. They're just saying that, you know, hey, that's not the right way to talk about right. it. Right, there's another way, right? <laughs> there, so it's not a racist way. view at all. And right. that's what ticks people off is but, it's in a, in a society of we're all included, we all belong, there's mm -hmm. a space for everybody. We're still singling out and divisive, divisive when it comes to certain things. Like there are certain um, colleges and, and universities that are having Asian only or black only um, well, but that but that's racist, right? I you mean, that's so, going back to you know the nineteen forties, the nineteen thirties. Well, even the nineteen fifties and sixties. I mean, that's actually regressing. Yes, it's, but it's people totally are saying regressing. they need. But that's what's funny is it's a double standard. We don't want to be separate, but we need our own thing, right? Without you, white I, folk but, in there, or without yeah, you, folk I mean, or this folk. And I've said this a couple of times. It always goes back to the to the inverse test, right? Right. Can you inverse something and then still say that yeah, that's that's okay, right? right? And right. I think in the case of having, you know, black only events, you can't invoice inverse it and say, well, it's okay to have white only events. Exactly. Right. Because that, that, that would be racist. Right. But right. having somehow, somehow in our society, we've come to accept that having a black only event is not racist. It is totally racist. Well, and I think if, you know, I was just at my, my second son graduated high school. He's in a very large 6A school. I, I believe it is the largest, if not the second largest in the state of Kansas. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as I watched and listened to every name and every person walk across that stage, I didn't realize how diverse a derby really is. Right. It is super diverse. Like there was all kinds of kids, all kinds of individuals graduating. So I think it comes to question, um, are we only seeing what we see because we surrounded ourselves with ourselves? Well, I mean, I think, yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, 
we would take a while to unpack that, right? But right. L- l- let's go back to this whole right. original Retrack. topic, which is should companies be social justice warriors, right? I think that's the big question right. here. Well, and I always, I always like Rick Jensen's comments on your stuff because yes. he's got a fantastic one. We're going to get Rick on the show in these days. <laughs> Rick, Rick We're going to pull yeah, him Rick, on here. Rick, you're coming on the show. You're awesome, but, uh, Rick. We love you. You know, he says only if they want to drive away potential customers. Yes. Um, and that, that hits the nail on the head. I mean, Perfect. you know, I, I think... Some companies, um, you know, I'm, but let, let's let's rewind the tape here a little bit, right? Like this all started twenty or thirty years ago with like let's protect the environment, right? That's the first that I can yeah. remember companies being like, we use recycled paper, you know, and <laughs> right? we're saving the turtles. Like you know, remember where they changed the design of the yeah. rings that go on the the soda bottles, yeah, so that the turtles didn't. I mean. I think all that yeah. stuff's got a positive impact, right? But sure. But the thing is that consumers don't want to hear that twenty four seven, right? They, they right. maybe want to hear that you're you're making a positive impact, right? But they but they're not buying your product simply because you're a social justice warrior. No, right? but and that's part of the thing too. If you scroll down and find um, Sherry Smith's comment, and she made a really outstanding comment on there about how she read something somewhere about um, a rating system that was presented to corporations out there, which really seems to push this whole agenda. And she's right. It's called corporate social responsibility. This is something I studied very heavily in college because of my background and what I was studying. And it is entirely true. These um, corporations, uh, large companies out there, are expected to meet a social um, responsibility um, oh, spectrum. Right. And that is how diverse is your organization? Um, so how many different cultures do you have? How many different races do you have? How many different representations of all of the communities of practice out there? In addition to that, what does your carbon footprint look like? How much damage are you doing to our environment in the ozone layer? And so this has culminated into a big thing. And our, um, our, our employer partakes in this and we do have our own, it's called a corporate social responsibility report. And we present that report to the powers that be, and then they rate us based on that. And then they compare us to everybody else out there in the world. You're not compared to like companies. You're compared to everybody. Right. It's one big scale. But here's the problem that I have with that, right? I'm I'm in engineering. Engineering is a male-dominated field. It has been for a long time. But but let's be, you know, but it's not male-dominated because, I mean, and it used to be, and I've heard stories of where, um, it was hard for a woman to get in engineering, and but th- those are well in the past. Right. But the current status of today is, if you're a woman and you want to be an engineer, you're going to find more opportunities than you can handle. You will get more job offers than you know what to do with. Yep. You will likely be able to go to school for engineering for free because there are more scholarship opportunities trying to encourage women to get into the STEM fields, right? Right. And, and I think all that's great. I mean, if you want to be a, an engineer and you're a woman, come on down because you're going to get free education. And you're going to get tons of job offers, right. okay? But all that said, we still don't have a ton of women in engineering. I'll tell you why. Why? I will tell you why. As when I was working for a university not too long ago as an academic advisor, the women that came in there to do another male-dominated field is cybersecurity, computers. Right, yeah. Very male-dominated. We were out seeking women on purpose because we we knew as a as a university we did not have enough women and we needed a, a we needed that personality we needed that point of view to help mold this program into super success we couldn't do it with one community of practice alone so we went out seeking women do you know what women were afraid of when we would sit down with them the the biggest thing they were afraid of was numbers the math because when you do even in cybersecurity calculus and 
I can't remember the other one, and uh, Dr. Ike will kill me for not remembering it right now, but there's a lot of math incorporated into cybersecurity in order to create the environment to produce what you need yeah, to sure. produce. It's a numbers game. It so. is a numbers game. Yeah. And women are scared. There's a lot of women who are scared to well, death but, of that. And, and I They're think that, and that, that goes back into our primary education where, you know, math, math needs to be taught better and differently. And that's all. I what, mean, yes. th- this is a whole other rabbit hole we can go down. But, right. but, my, but my whole point here is, um, you know, Obviously, I don't think we're being sexist against women in engineering. Oh, no, I've seen engineering. We're not. Women are just not showing up. No. And so when you say we've got this social responsibility report that we're supposed to have X number of women versus X number of men, who who comes up with those metrics? I, I mean, who decides that that's the right ratio? I mean, you know, to me, you should let these things fall out naturally, right? I right. mean, if 10% of want to show up and they're, they're women, then that's fine. If it's 20, if it's 30, if well, it's 50, great. So flip I the mean, coin on that one. Why aren't more men staying home with their kids? Well, and but that, sh- that trend has been changing. I do a lot of work with uh, shared parenting. Yeah. And, and we're seeing a lot more dads that are engaged with, you know, with, with their children. And particularly in cases of divorce, we're seeing more cases of shared parenting where the parents share the children well, equal but, time. And, so, and, and, I mean, that narrative is, is totally changing. But men are, but there's a huge bias against men in the family court system yeah. because there's still this whole like 1970s thing that the mom's a nurturer and all this kind of stuff, even though there is a ton of research to show that men and, we, men and women are essentially equal in the caretaking oh, I, provision, right? I can so, tell you. I yep. mean, but that's, you know, a whole nother rabbit, <laughs> rabbit hole to hole. go down. We have but, so many rabbit we're, we're trying present. to avoid the, the potholes so that, you know, we're not three hours long tonight. Right. But I, I mean, but to me, the whole thing is, you know, who decides these numbers, right? Who decides what's socially responsible and what isn't? I mean, if you can't get women to show up and, and come into engineering, they, then really you're not going to do anybody any justice by discriminating against the men, right? right to we bring know. up your numbers, to bring up to a false number that somebody picked out of thin air and has no basis at all on any sort of research. Well, I don't think we're looking at the bigger picture after the NBA threw a big, big old fit. The NBA and the WNBA threw a big, big ass fit over who gets paid more. First of all, men bring in more money in the NBA because they're more fun to yep. watch. Have you seen men's basketball versus women's basketball? I'll take a men's game over the women's well, game I mean, because the, it's the more men, entertaining. Men bring in more, more seats. They're more, I mean, they fill well, more seats. They're right? more entertaining. Yeah. They're, they're willing to take the risks. They're willing to take the shots. They're willing to make the moves that are make it a show, right? So, but if you look at the numbers, like construction, did you know there's more women working in construction than there are men? I did, I did not know that. I, I would did, not have guessed that. Right? At all. I was shocked. They're yeah. paid higher too. Right. They women. There's more women in construction than men, and they're paid higher. We're not looking at the bigger flipping picture. We're focusing on what feeds the narrative. And so women don't want to be in computers because it's boring to us. We don't want to be in engineering because it's boring to us. We want to be in something that's, we're around kids. We want to be around people. To be, to be totally honest, that's a fair point. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's, if you want to be in engineering, learn PowerPoint and Excel, done deal. Forget calculus. You're wasting your time. Anyhow, let's steer this boat back to this whole corporate or social responsibility thing, right? Because we are, we are way off course here. But so, so overall the comments that we saw was that, Hey, companies should just stick to selling products and services and stay out of the social social justice stuff. Well, take, take accountability. If you're going to take that political stance, do so knowing you're going to lose people in it and you invite the, the louder voices, not the the higher number of voices. It's not about, 
um, the, the, the quantity, but the quality of the voice that comes at you and be prepared to say no. Or well, you end up like companies like Starbucks where they're promoting something that most but, of the company, most of the country does not agree with. Well, but he, here's what I wonder too. Agree or disagree, I, I think that's a side, a side issue, right? I think the bigger problem is that so many companies have jumped on this social bandwagon oh, that yeah. people are just they're just burnt out from it. Yeah. I mean, they're just tired of seeing it everywhere they turn. Yep. And really, they just want to go in and they want to buy their stuff and leave yep. and not have to worry about feeling guilted about some sort it's of social shifting. issue, right? Yeah, so it's shifting, I think, though. I think the big, you know, if you're corporate, if you if you work for a corporation and you're in marketing, like, it sounds like people are saying, tone down the social justice stuff. Yeah. And I think it doesn't mean that you have to stop doing social, right. you know, right. uh, social advocacy work. Do that, too. You know, just, just don't guilt outs- your customers about it, right? Or your employees. Or your employees. If, that's one well, thing. Well, so that's another point I was going to make, right? So you have all these companies that are out here on the high social justice horse, right? Right. But I wonder if you were to go ask the, the, the rank and file employees at those companies how those companies are treating those employees, what answer would you get? Would you get the, oh, yeah, this is a fantastic place to work for? Oh. Or is it... Oh yeah, we get like half of our bonus every year, and you know, gonna, you know what? We, we have s- to work eighty hours a week. And let me go start with the Starbucks baristas in my hometown. Well, let me start with them. So I guarantee to be clear, they fair, do I don't not. really want you to answer that, right? But <laughs> no, I'm just but, that, but that's the thing is, I, I think if you're going to be a social justice company, if you're going to be a social justice warrior, you need to start with your employees. You need to take care of them. You need to make sure right. they have the best health care they can have. They have the best benefits yes. they can have. They have the most time off make that you can give. Them. to work there you need to provide an environment that is safe and good and healthy for them first yeah. then you can go off and do all this social justice yeah. warrior stuff because i guarantee you that most of these big companies out there are not happy and fun to work for nope uh and because i, I know i know some people in some of them and and they're not all like rainbows and unicorns right no. so I think I think it's a you know a pot calling the kettle black in in some instances here, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, there is one company Fox News reported on it. I wish I could remember the name of it, but they are um, they're not encouraging. I'm not going to say they're they're not asking employees not to, but they are not encouraging political uh, talk. Well, I, I mean, we reported on it last time. There were some companies that said, "Hey, we're just not a social justice company. Right. Like, deal with it. Yeah. We we don't do that. We we're, do this other thing. Come here, work, right? and go home." But yeah, and I mean, I think I think that's completely fair too. But I, I think this is just a case of the pendulum swinging too far in one direction. We're probably going to see it, oh. you know, probably go too far the other direction. Hurry and then up and it, swing, and then it'll come <laughs> come back in the middle, right? Hurry up and uh, swing. But, but yeah, I think I think it's a good conversation to have. Is is really what you know? If, if you're a company, then your primary goal in life is to make coffee. Um, now, what I saw about Starbucks was the CEO of Starbucks said, "Well." you know, the whole premise of Starbucks because it's a third place between work and home, right? It's right. a place where you can socialize, converse, you know, have thoughtful conversations. Yeah. So in that respect, I mean, it does make sense for Starbucks to start driving some of those conversations. I think that does to make a lot. To drive them, but, not but, present a well, political platform. Yeah, so I think there's a fine line there, right? right? I think I think Starbucks should be starting the conversation, giving you know food for thought. Hey, what do you think about this? But really, what they're doing is they're driving one side of an issue, right? And and that's the problem is that they're not presenting both sides of the issue, or they're not starting the conversation. They're saying if you're not on our side, we're going to make you feel bad. 
and right. that's not what people want. People don't want to feel bad about going and getting a seven dollar coffee, right? Well, exactly. With eight hundred calories in it, right? <laughs> you know, I might do black coffee or tea. So, well, no. you know. but to your point, when you, um, in pushing the Chauvin case, obviously, I think as a country, we're all on the same side. As how that Chauvin thing went down. No, but we're not happened. though. I mean, I, I think well, there's, I think there's a lot of split there. I mean, I don't think anybody's on the side that said that George Floyd should have died. I don't think anybody's oh, really said that. Yeah, no. But but I think there's been a lot of controversy as far as you know. Well, and and we've talked about it here. I mean, obviously, what happened was wrong, yeah. right? Oh yeah. Um, but I think the question is, um, is the reform happening that needs to happen? Well, right? and was it one bad apple or was this, is this a systemic issue? I mean, we're going to see that take a whole other you know, different turn with that one jerk right. coming out wearing the BLM shirt now. Yeah, that's that, going to that's, that's drag this thing on even more, you know. Talk and, about a hard right. And and then the other thing, too, is, I mean, like we, we talked about before, I mean, what, what happened to George Floyd in his life that society let him down so far that he got to the low point that he was in his life? And that's that's really the conversation that we need to be having is not so much, you know, I mean, of course, police killing people bad, right? <laughs> Nobody's going to argue that. But, yes. but the bigger picture here is, you know, why why are people in our societies in our modern day age with all of the resources that we have, why are people getting to those lows? And, and why, you know, well, why, why is somebody getting, you know, why is there three cops over a $20 bill? I mean, no. you know, I mean, the the. The, t- the city was spending more than $20 to deal with a $20 issue, right? That's a good so, point. So, I mean, you know, I mean, just the co- the, the salary of the cops, yeah. you know, for three people for two hours is way more than $20, people. Agreed. Okay? Agreed. So, I, I think the bigger conversation we need to have is around how do we treat uh, the, the members of our society, which are, you know, maybe not real high-functioning, you know, and, and, you know, what opportunities can we give those people so that they don't end up, you know, well, I mean, getting I've, themselves in trouble like this. I've, I've known a few family members, my family, other people's family, what have you, that have chosen the drugs type lifestyle, have chosen a criminal lifestyle. It's addictive. Yeah. Once no, you get I to- in, totally it's get hard that. to get out. But, There's but very, here's the thing. They have we, to want it. Right. To but we, we have totally reduced the amount of mental hospitals we have. We've totally reduced the amount of money we spent on mental health care. Well, that's because know, there's I, a leftist agenda too, though, is to get rid of those places because they're not okay to have, so to speak. And I disagree. Those are great places to have because they focus on something, but we'll have to get into that rabbit hole another time because we, again, got way off we, subject. We are way, so way off So do topic. what you want as a business. So, Just yeah. accept the repercussions. But tell us which thing in the comments. We yes. really, 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 really would love to hear what you think about this because, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, we're, we're just up here telling you our opinions, but really, it's you know, it's you who needs to tell us what you think. Yeah. And, and, you know, Which again, we can revisit this conversation. Have, so the, be great. have the conversation. That That's what we're saying. Yes. We're, have the conversation. Have we're not telling you what to think. We're just asking you to have a conversation yeah, and maybe think, what you want. think just a little bit differently. But think. But think. <laughs> but think. think. And think change your clock. passwords, people. Change your passwords. Okay. <laughs> And if change. you didn't watch our news segment, you won't, won't make any, se- any sense to you. But Rewind. make sure you change your passwords. And for crying out loud, keep your computers up to date. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. what is That's right. going to lead us into our obsession for sure. Let's go into the obsession of the week. It's the obsession of the week. All right. So for the obsession of the week. Obsession. Obsession of the, the week. What, we need to find that what song do you have? from the 80s. What, what do you have this week? first? Because, you I know. I already went first. Oh, that's not Because I need old. to do the computer thingies. And <laughs> yeah. I need you to talk. So my obsession. <laughs> 
So my obsession this week is very simple. It's Fox News. I was a big, um, I've been a, a huge ABC fan for years and years and years. Cake News was the local news company I was into. Um, and I just kind of, I just did not find any enjoyment out of any part of channel, whatever the heck it is here locally. So I hopped onto Fox News. And so I'm just not a TV person. This is more of my white noise. It's something I play in the background like we all do. And I have just grown to really enjoy the personalities. And that's what I really watch the news for is the personalities, especially when they are careful with their opinions and they don't force something upon you. They tell you to, like Tucker Carlson says, think for yourself. I'll present the information to you. I want to be truth driven. So I want to present you the truth that I have found. And he also recognizes it's going to change. And I know it's going to change, but here it is. And so I really appreciate what they're trying to do on Fox News. Um, I don't agree with everything they put out there. It's because I don't agree with all the news that's out there and all the decisions people make. But they are, I can see a genuine desire to bring forth um, whatever is actually happening in the moment. And they try to keep you updated as much as possible. And they'll round, and they don't just have one person report on the story. It's a, it's the whole day is designed around the stories. And so you can, no matter what time of day you catch up on it, you catch that story. And I really appreciate the format they have on that one. And so I've, I've really grown attached to the, the, the Fox news personalities. People, Tucker Carlson is one of my favorites. I don't know why. If you haven't seen Greg Gutfeld, you need to watch him. Yeah, I've watched him before. I can't stand He's like, I, I miss Kid Craddock in the morning. It was one of my favorite morning shows because I, I had a love-hate relationship with Kid Craddock. Anybody mm-hmm. who knows him, that's how... One day you love Kid, and the next day you're like, oh my God, Kid, shut up. And Greg Gutfeld... It's kind of like a gentler version of Trump. Yes. A very, <laughs> yes. You just... You, you just he, yeah. But you had to have him because he was speaking the truth. Right. He said what people needed to say out loud. And Greg Gutfeld does the same thing on a very morbid note most times <laughs> right. but i do enjoy him uh, i've had to get used to his cast of characters that he brings on there but I, i've just really thanks to Bo, he's a big fox news fan and he got me turned on to it once in a while i'll get worried because Bo will have cnn i'm like what, what what's what's happening what's isn't that fake news what's happening are you, here are you pushing your right wing agenda on this so, show and he does he's How like i just dare you right and he's like i just do this so i can have a reminder of why i don't listen to it i'm like oh <laughs> i get that so kudos to you Bo. that you know, you, you did this to me. He doesn't listen to the show, right? I mean, you've said no, that before. No, he doesn't. So we can talk about him all we I want. I still don't to. use his real name because yeah. he's 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 goofy. In fact, he had one of my girlfriends take down a picture of him on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at him. He, this would be the one time he hears his stupid show and then he says something to me about it. But yeah, he was in the background of a, a, a Facebook photo. was not tagged and... Um, he said something to me and I was like, I don't know what to tell you because my girlfriend doesn't see Facebook the same way you do. So he texts her. He's like, take it down. She's like, oh, okay. Take it down now. <laughs> remove it. I'm not. Just like as two, said, two as guys he, in black suits at the door. Was, Ma'am, can you please remove that off your social media? He's got the little flasher thing. Yeah. But he is that, I mean, he is that, um, as he puts it, I do not wish to contribute to Facebook. <laughs> it's like, we, <laughs> we know. But uh, his mother and I do and. And I think he just gets so irritated with both of us when we get on there. We're like, oh, my God, did you hear it happen on Facebook? He's like, oh, God, shut up. So thanks, Bo. You <laughs> turned me on to Fox News. You guys can all thank him because I'm just, like, attached to it. It's my – it drives my kids nuts. They're like, really, one channel? We have, like, 2,000, and you pick one. Yes. Well, they can watch whatever they want to. I, there's I've four seen them. TVs. They are there's capable five, of changing the channel. There's five TVs in the house. There's, I yeah. mean, go. I even There's one even in my bed. Now, on when I'm in my tub on Sunday nights, I do have a guilty pleasure of two and a half men. That's what I watch in there. That's my thing, but because it only because it follows Golden Girls, and if anybody knows me, I have an affinity for Golden Girls. I love it, so I watch that on Sundays. But otherwise, it's Fox News. 
Yeah, that was Charlie Sheen before Charlie Sheen was canceled. <laughs> Winning <laughs> before he was before he before, was before was canceling wasn't was a it thing. like Tiger Blood or something like that that they got him finally. Oh my God, I don't know. Remember there was like some drink that he came up with, and that was after oh, that nobody wanted anything to do with him. I know you're. T- I can't remember yeah, the name yeah, of yeah. it, but he has all kinds. Of, he he. You should see him. He looks so old. Looks just like his yeah. dad, but man, he's aged hard. <laughs> You got something interesting. What have you got? I do here. So last week uh, or last time I had the uh, the smoker, you know, so I got my smoker. <gasps> yes. Well, I rounded out my patio collection here with a uh, Blackstone 1984 original 36-inch front shelf, side shelf, magnetic strip, <laughs> heavy-duty, flat-top, griddle grill, station for kitchen, camping, outdoor, tailgating, comma, black. Did you get all that, guys? Because yeah. Chris is at it again. He so, found the longest flipping title these, on these Amazon. Are all, can, it, do these you are search all, uh, for this stuff No, these purpose? are all search engine based. They're, you know, they make them... Oh, super long so they come up in the searches but no so this is a uh, this is like the new thing uh instead of getting a regular barbecue grill you get this thing that's called a griddle and it's just like a you know you see them in a restaurant they'll have this big flat griddle or if you go to the hibachi restaurants you know they have the big flat griddle same same exact thing so with this thing you can do uh you know you do fried rice on your patio uh, you can cook breakfast with it. You can cook hamburgers or steaks. I mean, well, it's, it's really like a versatile. Stove outside. Yeah, it's basically a stove. In fact, since I put this thing in outside, I mean, I really haven't cooked inside at all. Nice. I mean, on the stove, it's been all out there. So that's awesome. And and I you season wait. it just like cast iron, so it, get, it doesn't stick. You know, you you basically cook a bunch of grease on it. Yeah. <laughs> so it yeah. becomes nonstick. Um, and then once it becomes nonstick, it's really easy to take care of and, uh, oh. you know, and super, super versatile. I'm in the market for a new, I burned you'd, up my grill last year. We're not going to talk gonna about have how. To get one of these. So yeah. maybe, cause I'd love to grill when the warm, when the weather's warm for yeah. my kids, but I like to, I mean, I like to grill everything. So mm-hmm. if this can do it then. And, and you know what? I've actually done vegetables on this too. Cause I'm getting on this new like health kick thing. So I'm doing the keto thing, you know, so oh. I got to eat my meats and my vegetables. Yep. Uh, but uh, anyhow, I did a spare on it uh, for Mother's Day, and they have a they have a thing that looks like an upside down salad bowl that you put on top of it, and you spurt some water on oh, the vegetables yeah. and put this cover on it, and then the vegetables will steam underneath the cover. You know, so it's really versatile, super easy to clean, and uh, highly recommended. Uh, I wouldn't recommend buying it off of Amazon. It's a little more expensive because this thing is pretty heavy, so they have to pay for shipping. Uh, uh, but you can go get these at your local big box stores, and and they they pretty much are nice. everywhere. Um, but yeah, I, I would highly recommend it. If you do get the four burner version, uh, it will burn through a propane bottle pretty quickly. Oh. Um, so what I do is uh, mine's actually hooked up to the gas line in the house. So I nice. never have to deal with <laughs> propane. So I don't really care, but, uh, actually it's, it's a really pretty big surface area to cook on. So usually you only need two burners. So right. I'll leave one side off and one side on. And then what's really nice is if you have food that's really done cooking, you can go throw it over to the other side. And, and either leave the burner on low or leave the burners off, and it'll That's still good. stay pretty warm, you know. So, uh, yeah, highly recommended. It's been a ton of fun and uh, definitely going to be a staple in my house for a long time to come. That's, I think I may have so, to look into that. That sounds yeah. awesome. So sweet. It's definitely, Delicious. definitely fun. There's brunch in my future, and you're going to make it. Oh, okay. So I'm fine with that. Totally fine with that. <laughs> we will uh, make lunch for a whole bunch of people. Well, you ready to get us out of here? Yeah, we should probably call it. We should probably call it. I don't good, have a thingy though. For oh calling no! It. So you're just gonna have to. I'm wing about to it. wing it. Yep. We can try it. So thank you guys for watching Biz and Mayhem, um, our podcast. We love having you guys. This, if oh my gosh, I am jacking this up so bad. I'm not as good as you are. <laughs> <laughs> if you, um, 
You can go get our show notes from bizandmayhem.com. Look for season two, episode 31. Um, we, oh my gosh. See, I suck at this. No, I'm you're so doing terrible. great. Keep, keep, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. going. <laughs> yep. Um, Remember, don't forget to, don't, do not forget to support us financially because we need your help because this is not a free show. We love doing it for you guys. We want to be here for you. So check out our um, Patreon account. I think you can go to two bizandmayhem.com to check that out. Remember, there's three different tiers to sign up for. Uh, we'd love to have you participate with us and give us ideas and be a part of that because we can't do this without you guys. Um, if you have had any ideas for the show, you can also email us bizandmayhem.com at gmail. No, my gosh. See, I'm screwing up. <laughs> I don't even, I'm so used to having my script. I'm so reliant upon Change it. Change your passwords. <laughs> <laughs> bizandmayhem at gmail.com. And until next time, have fun in the mayhem. We'll see you later, guys. We'll see you later. Have fun in the mayhem. The Biz and Mayhem podcast is produced by Check 6 Creative Studio. If you have a podcast or have been wanting to start one, let us know. We'd love to help you produce and edit your podcast. We'd also love to work with your business on marketing and video production. Visit us on the web at check6studio.com. That's C-H-E-C-K-S-I-X-S-T-U-D-I-O.com. Let us know you heard about us on the Biz and Mayhem podcast.